I had not put those dots together that when I started to achieve the goals that I had been so, so long manifesting, I stopped doing the intentional work. Hi friends and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so thrilled you're here with me this week, and as per usual, I'm very pumped to dive into today's episode topic. I was having dinner with my friend Brianna over the weekend, and her and I, like most of my friends, always have these amazing, empowering, very deep conversations that are always very enlightening and always leave me like going home to contemplate things and we both like came to the table with our respective topics of what we wanted advice on for each other and I told Brianna that in the recent months and I'm gonna share a lot more backstory with you guys about this but in the recent months I feel like I've been really disconnected with my feminine energy and with my feminine side and I'm going to dive into what feminine and masculine energies mean but I told her I feel like I've just been living in and existing in my masculine energy for so long that I don't know how to switch up the energy during the day like I don't know how to reconnect with my feminine and when I told her that and what I mean when I say this to you guys is let me be clear about what masculine and feminine energies are so for me Being in my feminine energy really means like taking care of myself, reading a lot of like very what I guess people would classify as kind of soft actions. So like reading, drinking a glass of wine, practicing self-care, meditating, you know, pulling cards feels very feminine to me. So things that feel very soft in nature uh, or very nurturing, right? So the nurture is the mother. So very feminine energies there. Um, you know, cooking is very like a very feminine act for me. I love being in the kitchen and drinking a glass of wine and having like good music or a funny show on while I cook my dinner uh, for me and Michael or something like that. So those are very feminine qualities to me. And then on the masculine side of things, which is where I feel like I've not even been existing in anymore. I feel like I have come become so accustomed to my masculine energy and having masculine energy then I feel like I'm almost kind of stuck in it so this was I'll I'll get to kind of the conversation with Brianna so for me my masculine energy is very much the entrepreneurship side of my life I bring in masculine energy into every facet of my business it's how I stay organized it's how I stay on top of things it's how I stay very determined to grow and run the business it's how I stay very kind of bossy with myself in terms of no you don't really have time to like go relax right now you need to get this done like this is a top priority you just have to focus on the client and the the results and etc so masculine energy is very like take charge leadership energy it's very like organized and 
The biggest difference that I've noticed that has been pointed out to me before is how we fuel these emotions for masculine and feminine energy. So I know in the last couple of podcasts, I've told you guys I've had like little tidbits inspired by listening to the weekly energy boost podcast, which if you don't know what that is, it's a weekly podcast produced by the Kabbalah Center in New York. And the two co-hosts are husband and wife duos, and they have a lot of guests on as well. But it's a a really amazing podcast, very empowering. Um, If you don't know what Kabbalah is, it's a universal practice of religion, obviously. It has a lot of its own like interpretation of, you know, a lot of different religions, but it's primarily based in Judaism. And it's a really beautiful practice and a really beautiful interpretation of religion. And it's what I have found I most relate to or understand when I think about religion. So anyways, I listen to their podcast a lot. And last week, if you don't get the newsletter, I encourage you to enroll or subscribe in the newsletter. But last week, I had a very lengthy like introduction of the newsletter talking about how I felt like I was just being so triggered last week with anger. Like so many, so many scenarios happened last week that just really, really pissed me off. And I felt very emotional last week. Like I just felt very victimized by the universe. Like so many things were going wrong and everything that could go wrong was. So quick examples I'll run down is I was raising my desk up to do a walk for the day, another walk, and I walked away and wasn't paying attention. I was doing something for Bowie, and the cord to my laptop got stuck under the desk and flung my laptop right off the desk and broke my screen. My laptop's brand new. I just got it in October, and I just spent $650 fixing my laptop. So, that happened. I also found out I need a freaking root canal, which I'm getting tomorrow, um, and I'm terrified of. I hate the dentist. I have a lot of fear around metal objects just being around my face. It really, really freaks me out. And that is also an incredibly pricey procedure that I'm paying for. And then a lot of like random shit happened where people were just really, really freaking pissing me off. <laughs> um, something happened on the subway. Something happened with a crazy creep guy who decided to take a photo of me against like my will. Um, So yeah, lots of stuff has happened that has just overall really pissed me off, really irked me, and has set me into several spirals. I came home crying several times this last week. Like I was just really not in a good place. So anyways, funny story is I was heading into the city one day and I was not in a good mood. And I didn't know how to remove that energy from myself. So I was looking for a weekly energy boost podcast to listen to. And there was one, I don't remember the title of it, but the variation of it was like how to like let go of anger energy or judgment energy or like uh, just any sort of like bad negative. What was the bitter? They use the word bitter, bitter energy. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I need to listen to this right now, right this very second. So I put it on and it was the husband and wife who were talking together. And they were talking about how the quote, you know, bitter energy exists in different roles of the gender. So in the masculine and in the feminine, which obviously are the two, you know, basic genders we're going to go with. So the husband 
and I'm not going to get into who was saying this and how I want to judge it because I was making judgments. I was passing judgments while he was speaking. But anyways, he had been saying that when we get emotional as human beings, when we feel targeted, attacked, vulnerable, angry, um, when we feel any sort of, quote, negative emotion, it either fuels us to continue on to get be more productive, to get more done, to, you know, be... Uh, in a more fueled energy or that energy serves to really like push us down where we feel he definitely didn't use the word lazy but where we feel unmotivated uninspired very lackluster unperturbed to do anything or do anything and he had said that obviously if you're if you're making your own judgments I'm sure you can assume that the more inspired action that's fueled by anger or bitterness is the masculine energy and the more uninspired lackluster energy that is fueled by anger or bitterness is the feminine energy so I found this to be very interesting because the moment he said that I was reflecting on my actions of the week and whether or not I felt really motivated by how pissed off I was throughout the week or if I felt really lackluster and unmotivated. And I felt very unmotivated throughout the entire week. I felt very uninspired. I didn't want to sit down at my desk. I didn't know how to like get work done. I didn't know how to be really productive. And it just felt all very out of touch and out of tune. So when I realized that, I then thought to myself, well, that's really interesting because all I have been feeling is in my masculine. And now when I'm not realizing the feminine energy is coming up, it's coming up in a way that's not exactly serving me, right? It's not serving me to be productive. It's not serving me to get shit done. It's not serving me to deal with these emotions. I was letting these emotions, these anger emotions consume me, this bitterness, this victimization of the universe and of these actions I was letting it all consume me and definitely have its own sort of domino effect where if one thing was going to happen all this other shit was going to happen and I didn't know how to handle it (laughs) so you know and obviously like I know I'm being a bit dramatic here it's not the end of the world that I have to get a root canal and that my computer broke I'll make the money back up like it's not a huge deal I just was not in an overall good mood last week And I actually did, on that note, I did start a new hormone regulating medication that's supposed to help me get my T3 levels in check. I do need to update you guys on my health stuff that I've had a podcast on, um, but I will do that somewhat soon. I'm still meeting with a lot of my doctors. But anyways, I think that also played a role into it, starting that new medication. But I just felt so disassociated with my emotions and all I was feeling was anger and then once the anger consumed me enough I was just feeling really sad to where I was having a panic attack I got home Michael like just looked me in the eyes and I would burst into tears (laughs) so all of that is to say once Brianna and I got dinner and I was telling her about all of this and like how I felt very in my masculine but then I don't know how to reconnect with like the positive sides of my feminine I felt very overwhelmed because the ways I think of feminine energy. So like I said, feminine energy, it's very much like getting into flow. It's very nurturing energy. So 
as far as nurturing yourself, that's going to be a lot of like self-care action. So getting a massage, that feels incredibly feminine to me. Getting a facial, doing my own facial, you know, just taking care of my body in any way like that, that all feels very feminine to me. The divine feminine also can be like a really deep connection. So when you're reading a book and feel like very connected to it, whether it's a nonfiction or fiction, like connecting to the characters or connecting to Uh, If it's like a self-help book connecting to maybe the stories they're telling or whatever. And then as far as action oriented. So this is what I was just talking about. In the feminine energy, the desire to take action is fueled by this idea of joy. This idea of joy in the moment of what this action will give you joy for versus the outcome. Whereas masculine energy, action is very, very, very much fueled by the outcome. The masculine energy takes action to get to the desired outcome, whereas the feminine energy takes action to feel joy during the experience. So one is looking from moment to moment, whereas the other is looking directly to the end result. You're going from A directly to Z, whereas the feminine energy is, you know, taking the path less less traveled by and really enjoying the experience along the way. So I thought that was really interesting. Feminine energy is also a lot of emotional strength. So in that respect, I do feel very connected to my feminine energy because while I was very angry last week, I was very aware of the anger. I was very aware of what was causing the anger. I've always been very in touch with my emotions over the last several years. Like that's something I've worked so, so deeply hard on is being able to not only be aware of my emotions, but acknowledge them, ask why they're there, ask, you know, what caused this, why I'm feeling this way, and how I can, you know, remedy any sort of, quote, negative emotions. And then the feminine is also the very, like, creative side. Again, going back to nurturing, so nurturing any creative abilities. So when it comes to entrepreneurship, which, like I said, is where I feel like I've just been totally existing in my masculine energy my leadership roles, my organizational roles. The role of a Virgo is also tended to be more masculine because we're very critical of ourselves. We're very hyper-organized. I've told you guys time and time and time again, I'm extremely OCD. So all of those sides of me are very masculine. And I also want to clarify really quickly, if you're sitting here thinking like, what the hell is this girl talking about? Men are only good at this thing and women are only good at these things. I am talking about the energies, the divine energies of the masculine and the feminine. I am not talking about men and women. I'm talking about the energies of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. If you don't know what that means, I encourage you to look it up. Uh, There's a really great article on Deepak Chopra's website talking about the masculine and feminine. And I encourage you to just do a little research of your own so you know what I'm talking about. Because I'm not talking about men and women. I am talking about the divine masculine and the divine feminine energies that we all have within us. Every soul, man, woman, or other on this planet has divine feminine and divine masculine energies within them. And over the, over the years of human existence, people have characterized qualities of the human experience under the divine masculine and the divine feminine. This is not to take away your feminine energy. This is not to take away your masculine energy. This is just to help you understand in which energies you thrive in and in which energies you need to work on and etc. So that's what I'm talking about. That's what I am thinking about overall in my own experience is I am a very overall I think I'm a very well-balanced person in regards to 
the divine masculine and the divine feminine. I'm a very feminine woman. I love being girly. I love dressing girly. I have like a very feminine taste uh, when it comes to like my home decor is very feminine. My closet is very feminine. I have like a very feminine look to myself as far as the way I like to dress and the way I do my makeup and the way I like always have my nails done and always have a pedicure and the jewelry I wear and etc. So I feel like I'm a very feminine woman, but I feel like my energies are far more masculine in the sense of once I decided to become an entrepreneur, I knew that if I wanted to be successful, I needed to tap very deeply into the well of my masculine energy. So entrepreneurship is typically very masculine. I'm not fueled by my emotions. I'm fueled by my ability to get shit done. I'm fueled by my ability and desire to reach a desired result, a certain result that I'm looking for, whether that's financial compensation, whether that's clients, whether that's uh, any sort of numerical measurement that I'm looking at. So when I was talking to Brianna about all of this and I was telling her I'm not really sure how to connect with my masculine again, like I feel like, or I'm sorry, I'm with my feminine again. I feel like I've just been existing for months in the masculine. And then this is where it got really interesting. She asked me when, or we, we were talking about like kind of the when, the timeline. And she's like, well, when was the last time? Because I told her I haven't, a, another really great thing I think exists under the feminine energy is spirituality. So for me, that means reading self-help books that means meditating that means pulling cards that means self-care right I told you guys all of this I listed these qualities and I haven't been doing a lot of that I haven't been meditating a lot I haven't pulled cards in months I haven't been doing like a lot of the spiritual stuff that makes me feel very grounded that makes me feel very whole that makes me feel very feminine And so when I told Brianna this, that I haven't been doing these things, and then when I tell myself I'm going to do them, I end up not doing it. I don't want to. I feel too lazy. I don't want to know what the cards have to say, or I don't want to meditate, or I don't want to tap, or I don't want to do whatever. So she asked me, well, okay, when do you think this like transitioned? And I started thinking about this transitional period of when I first moved here, all I was doing was existing in my feminine energy, I think. When it came to running the business, I had like little spurts of masculine energy here and there of like being really good in organizing and getting shit done and checking off my to-do list, etc. But for the most part, I was existing in my feminine energy for one very, very specific reason. I was manifesting my financial freedom. Now, while the financial aspect of your life does tend to lean towards masculine energy, I was manifesting it in a way I was I was working towards that result in a very, very feminine standpoint, meaning I was meditating every single day. I was manifesting every single day. I was tapping every single day. I was working so hard to clear that energy to invite in the financial stability that I had so desired. So then August to September, October is really when I started hitting a lot of financial landmarks. I was hitting a lot of goals. I was breaking a lot of ceilings and it was all very, very exciting. And as more clients rolled in, as the finances continued to roll in, 
I felt a stronger dedication, a stronger need to fulfill my entrepreneurship role, my leadership role. So I was consistently working. I was putting in more hours than ever. I was signing more clients. I was putting myself out there in more ways that felt uncomfortable. And that's when I started transitioning. Because as I continued to make more and more money, and as I continued to sign more and more clients, I was fulfilling that goal, that need, that desire for financial stability. And by doing so, I was no longer meditating. I was no longer tapping on it. I was no longer manifesting. I was no longer doing the spiritual things. I was no longer learning about spirituality or self-help or wellness or intentionality. Sorry if you can hear Bowie barking. I was no longer learning about those things because I was actively achieving them. Brianna pointed this out to me and my mind was blown. I had not put those dots together that when I started to achieve the goals that I had been so, so long manifesting, I stopped doing the intentional work, which from a bird's eye point of view, I think we know a lot of people do this. If you're manifesting a brand new car and you finally get that, you know, amazing, very expensive, beautiful car that you were exactly manifesting in the color you wanted, the year you wanted, the make, model, etc. that you wanted, if you've got it, you're not going to keep manifesting that car, right? So for me, it was about I was manifesting such an exact scenario of clients, financial stability, And a lot of other things. I mean, my relationship with Michael, my friendships, my beautiful home, Bowie, like, and then all of a sudden, all of these dots just started to connect and I started achieving all of these things. And so I no longer felt the subconscious need. I mean, it was like a subconscious, it was like something I was feeding. It was an addiction to manifesting because that was what I told myself was going to be the only solution to me reaching my dreams was I had to keep manifesting. I had to keep healing. I had to keep growing internally. And then the moment also, I'm sorry if you can hear the thunder, uh, the city is under like a huge thunderstorm right now. But anyways, I no longer felt this need or desire to manifest because the dots were starting to connect. Things were starting to happen and things have continued to happen. Like I didn't just hit a stagnancy of, of finances or clients or growth with the business, things have kept growing. I told you guys I hired an assistant. I've signed some really, really major, amazing clients and I'm hitting, you know, new financial goals and it's incredible. So I've done so much manifesting on the back end that it's all, it feels like it's all kind of catching up with me now. But obviously there's this fear that, well, what if it stops? (laughs) Like as an entrepreneur, obviously the biggest worry you're going to face is the financial stability of things. You might have the biggest, best, most incredible month you've had ever. And then you might have two or three months where it's really dry. And that sucks. It's really scary. It's a very uncomfortable feeling because you're constantly battling this abundance then lack mindset of, okay, well, I have a lot of money now, but I might be in lack next month because I might not make this much money. Wow, that is some very loud thunder. So anyways, as Brianna and I kept talking about this and addressing this idea of getting back into my feminine, 
I wanted to frame it in a way that felt not like I had to do it for the sake of my dreams, not like I had to do it for the sake of my manifesting, for the sake of me continuing to grow. I wanted to reconnect my relationship with the feminine energies in my life by doing so in a way that only felt empowering to me. I'm doing these things because I want to be intentional, because I want to live a well-rounded life. I want to do these things because I want to keep learning about spirituality and I want to keep learning about intentionality and the mind and the body and the soul. I don't want to have to sit down and read a self-help book so that it helps me. Like, It's hard for me to understand how to say this, but I don't want to read a self-help book for the sake of the masculine energy feeding the masculine energy of like yeah I have all this knowledge I understand like how the mind works and how the body works and I have all this information I really want to do so in a way that feels very feminine that feels very spiritual that feels very well-rounded especially because even though entrepreneurship itself has a very masculine energy LaRue is all about the feminine LaRue is all about targeting women LaRue is all about intentionality in both life and in business. So I need to be doing that, right? Like I can't preach that to clients. I can't preach that in content on the blog and on the podcast if I'm not fulfilling those cups myself, right? So when Brianna and I were talking about the masculine and the feminine and kind of reconnecting to my feminine, I really wanted to do it in a way that felt light and emotional and comfortable and exciting I didn't want to do it for the sake of just doing it for the sake of having a strong routine for the sake of having these great habits I wanted to do it because the single sole huge reason for doing so is because it makes me a better human it makes me a better human for myself and for my clients and for my friends and for my relationships So the ways I plan on doing this, the ways I plan on connecting with my feminine again, is really trying to approach the things that feel feminine to me in a very fun and comfortable and exciting way. So like I had said, an example of this is I haven't pulled cards in a really long time. I just haven't felt drawn to them. I hadn't felt the need to. I didn't, I didn't have any overarching questions of like, when is something going to happen? How is something going to happen? like I did with my financial stability or with the clients, right? Like I I don't have that question of when or how anymore because it's happening. It's actively happening in my life. And I, in in the past, had really used cards to answer those questions, to find out when and to find out how, which is funny since we just talked about on the podcast how to let go of the when and the how. So as I ease back into this, I think my goal is going to be to just simply be open to reconnecting to the feminine, open to reconnecting with what the cards and the universe have to say. So a great thing is that I pulled cards last night and I, as I was approaching it, I felt a little scared in the sense of, okay, well, I don't know what to ask. So if I don't know what to ask, what the hell are the cards going to have to say? And so I just decided to do a very classic, like something that feels very empowering and feels very exciting of, okay, well, what is the past, like the immediate past have to say, what's the current happening and what is the future bringing? So I pulled three cards, beautiful cards, 
beautiful message, very empowering, felt very, very on point. And then I wanted additional clarity for the future card. So I pulled, I was, the plan was to pull one more card and then flip the deck. If you don't know what that means, flipping the deck and looking at the bottom card just kind of gives you like an overarching energy. So that was the plan, except two cards came out. So I pulled an additional three and they gave an abundant amount of clarity to me for what the immediate future is bringing. Because like I just said to you, a very big fear as an entrepreneur is the instability of financial freedom or just the lack of stability in your finances to begin with. So the cards were really assuring me like it's time to ease or not ease. It's really time to feel confident in my financial security. It's time to feel confident in welcoming more abundance, whether that not even just be finances, but an abundance in like my friendships that I obviously feel abundance in my personal life and in my family relationships and just overall like personal abundance. And then continuing to clear the sphere of worthiness that you know I've talked to you guys a lot about and feeling worthy feeling worthy of the business that I run and the goals that I have and the friends that I have and etc so easing into the cards is going to be something fun Brianna and I decided we were going to pull cards each morning this week and we were going to do one for ourselves and then one for each other so that'll give me a little bit of incentive to like rekindle my relationship with the card too Uh, and just kind of ease back in because I do also really want to learn more about astrology, more about tarot, more about things like that. So pulling cards daily will help me continue to nurture that relationship with tarot, nurture that education that I really desire. Framing it in that context, framing it in a way of nurturing, of of learning feels really exciting. I don't want to have to do these things. I don't want to have to do it for the sake of knowing things I don't want to have to do it for the sake of being able to walk up to someone and say yeah I know all of this about x y and z I'm not doing it for anyone else I'm not learning these things for any anyone else I'm learning them for me and then if that means I can pull that knowledge and pull that education into things like my business into my client relationships into my friendships freaking amazing that sounds fantastic but the bottom line is I need to be doing it for me first I need to be nurturing my feminine within me to help other people nurture their feminine meditating is going to be something I'm going to be working really hard on as far as rekindling that desire to do so along with tapping and then doing a lot more things that feel very self-care and feel very empowering to just me. Michael and I have been living together for a little while now and it's going great and we feel so comfortable with each other And it's also been really nice in knowing that we can be together without having to spend our time together, meaning that we can be sitting in the same room, but maybe he's watching TV or getting work done and I'm reading a book or also getting work done or doing whatever. Like we don't have to be active in the moments all the time together, even though we're existing in the same place together, which is really nice because then also gives us incentive to make sure we're putting time aside in the week to actually spend time together. We're doing date night once a week. Um, You know, we cook dinner and then we hang out together. We're playing with Bowie. We take Bowie for walks and do all of these things. So also a thing that feels very feminine to me is just like the, the habits and the routines of being feminine and setting aside time for myself that just feels really empowering and good. I told you guys that I took that 
day a couple Saturdays ago to really just like spend the day with myself. And I went to yoga, got a massage and had lunch with my friend Kristen and did all these things that felt really good to me. So again, like I said, in that in that regard, just making sure I'm prioritizing time for myself. I feel really excited about this next week because Sunday marks July 1st, which marks the half year mark. So I'm really going to take some time this week to just like reevaluate my goals, reprioritize a couple things. Um, Obviously, I'll have the July update for you guys in the next podcast as far as the 2023 goal setting. So I think it'll definitely be a continuation of this conversation in particular and talking about how I plan to balance the masculine and feminine with my goals, habits, routines, what I do for myself daily, etc. Um, so yeah, that I think is where I'm at. I'm really excited to update you guys next week because I'm gonna just really take this week to prioritize me and make sure I'm setting myself up for success for the next half of this year. It's really important to me that I'm doing so because I have so many of these big goals that I'm working towards and I want to make sure that those remain a priority again so that be my masculine energy while nurturing the feminine. So I really hope this helps you guys. I really hope that it incentivizes you to reflect on where you may be you know needing to find more balance between your own masculine and feminine energies and asking yourself like you know, does your job specifically, because our job is, I think we correlate our job with so much of our identity, does your job push you into more of your masculine or your feminine? And how can you kind of find more balance in your personal life and in the day to day? Because I think that that's what's really important is knowing, just kind of actively knowing and asking yourself like, hey, am I in my masculine or feminine right now? And does that feel comfortable? Do I need to be in the other one? Just kind of checking in, doing little check-ins with yourself daily um, or, you know, a couple times a day and just seeing where your energy is at and where you need to fill your cup a bit more to balance out the masculine and feminine, I think is definitely something I'm going to be doing uh, more actively, especially over the next week to make sure I'm, again, leading myself into a really positive second half of 2023. So that's what I've got for you guys today. And before I do my ending spiel, the what I say to you guys each week. I just want to say a quick thank you. This is episode 100. I cannot believe the Do The Damn Thing podcast has existed for 100 episodes. I'm really excited to be prioritizing the podcast with growth um, and with new guests. Uh, As I lead into the next half of this year as well, that's going to be a big goal of mine. And now that I have Anna on board, her and I are really going to be working hard to, like I said, prioritize the podcast Making sure I'm getting some really exciting guests on for you guys is going to be a really big priority. Um, And I have a couple lined up already. So stay tuned for that. But I just want to say a really huge, huge thank you for sticking around for 100 episodes. It means so much to me. And I'm really excited to continue to see the podcast grow and continue to see myself grow within it. You know, the conversations that we have have really grown over the last two years ish that is really special to me and that means a lot to me to be able to come here and talk to you guys and know that the messages that I have for you and honestly that I have for myself are hitting and mean a lot to you and as I've always said to you guys the goal of this podcast is to give you an understanding and a comfort in knowing that no matter what you're feeling you're never alone in those feelings and emotions there's always someone who can relate to you on some level 
And I've talked to you guys on this podcast so much about my own personal healing journey, my own grief and my own trauma. And it's meant so much to me that you guys are so open to hearing those stories and to know that they give you guys a lot of comfort is just so, so special to me. And there's not a feeling like it. So I'm so grateful to you guys. Thank you guys so, so much for sticking around for 100 episodes. And that's what I've got. I love you all so, so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.